0: And I'm Vinny Civitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, which is the largest statewide business association in the entire United States of America. For more info on us, visit njbia.org. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance. They provide home, auto, and workers' comp insurance. And they're the official sponsor of the show. It never gets old saying that. Yeah, it general. never gets old. Uh, check them out if you need some insurance.
1: Check them out if you don't need insurance either. You know, <laughs> why not? Why <Yeah>. not? <laughs> So, with us today are Chris Borden and Jeremy Perlman of Borden Perlman.
2: So, say hello. Tell us a little about yourselves. Hello, I'm Chris. Uh, I've been working for Borden Perlman for about three years, and I work on the railroad side and also the restaurant and hospitality side. And this is Jeremy. I've been at
3: Borden Perlman coming up on four years. My background's in the finance and, and economics, um, and. Like Chris, I'm a risk advisor, risk consultant, and focus on commercial insurance, mostly middle market businesses, but across all different industries.
0: Okay, so today's icebreaker is, do you have any hobbies that are a little off the beaten path?
2: So during the weekends, uh, I actually volunteer at a railroad where I cut up rail cars. Wow. uh, Yeah. What do you mean, cut up rail cars? So yeah. you have to replace the rusted metal on the side of rail cars oh. and on the roofs, and you basically are refinishing the inside of it. Oh, so that's Yeah, cool. I go up there, I'm one of the younger guys on the crew, so I, I'm on the roof, you know, cutting away the metal and then replacing it with uh, thinner sheet metal. You know, it, that makes me think, like in Westerns, they always had the, the rail cars that looked kind of patched up. Yeah. Maybe that's why, I never thought about that, yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, those older rail cars are actually wooden. Oh. Uh, so old rail cars used to be wooden, but these these are probably from the early 20th century and so they have metal and stainless steel, but it's thick stuff. It's fun stuff.
0: Cool. So now I'm thinking about that, the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they're on the train and they're, remember the chase scene on the train with the snakes yeah, and the, the Z yeah. animals? <laughs> and they're going up through the ceiling and down again. It's totally, sorry. <laughs>
2: Well, Tangent. no. Have you ever worked on a train to transport the week. I'm happy with that. No. Happy exactly.
3: That. <laughs> we should all be so lucky.
1: Happy yeah. to help, happy
0: to help. Jeremy, here up.
3: I guess... Doing crossword puzzles. I think that in, in across the population, that may not be that strange, but at, at 29, I think yeah. there are, probably aren't that many peers that spend as much time as I do trying to do crossword mm-hmm. puzzles, so I get the New York Times to my house every day in paper, but really, usually the only part I have time to do is the crossword puzzle.
0: How do you have time to do i mean i feel like if i were to sit down and do the crossword it would take me hours how do you have time to do the crossword
3: it does at the beginning um so they get increasingly hard over the course of the week yeah. so monday is the easiest and then it gets increasingly difficult and then everyone knows like the famous sunday crossword which is in the magazine and yeah. it's almost an entire page yeah so it does get shorter over time the amount the amount of time it takes you to do it but i usually do it once my wife has fallen asleep, and I'm saying to myself, I also should be going to sleep now, but I really wanna do this, so I'm gonna stay up 10 or 15 or 20 minutes longer than I should and feel it in the morning but it's an important part of my life and it's <laughs> it 10 me. minutes yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, is. it makes all the difference <laughs> I you know agree. it's like snoozing for 3 hey, minutes you, like, you
1: get on your schedule and if uh-huh. you break
3: that schedule for any reason you feel it all week so
1: yeah. I totally
0: agree but so, it's
3: like a full you know it takes my full focus I don't think about anything else while I'm doing it so it's sort of like meditative in a way I like and that. then it has that sense of accomplishment at the end or major frustration if I can't finish it well
0: that was going to be a night. that was going to be my next question do you regularly finish
3: Monday through Wednesday, pr- pretty consistently. Like, if I don't finish a Tuesday, I'll be really, really annoyed. <laughs> um, then a Thursday, usually the theme in a Thursday is something quirky. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be a whole word in one square. And so sometimes I don't finish those. And then Friday and Saturday, I've, it's the weekend, so I don't have as much time to do wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. How does that work, a whole word in one square? Yeah,
0: I didn't... I so th- the
3: theme could be, like, in, there could be four or five different answers. And in one square, it could be the word, like cat mm-hmm. or it could be an at symbol mm-hmm. or something like that and then oh that God. just fits into everything that exactly. connects with it wow the yep. at
0: symbol is now fair game and crossword puzzles
3: yeah i've seen that's yeah. cheating
1: yeah <laughs> it could be
0: a symbol how could- is that allowed
3: yeah. I don't, that's the Thursday. So that's the classic Thursday. It's that's always cool. some quirky thing. And, and I love it's when like Thunderdome
1: on
0: Thursday. I I reject that. It. Or it'll be
3: like, you know, there'll be a word that starts before, like outside of the square. No. Yeah. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. So proceed it. Yeah. On the outside. And you have to get that. So sometimes when I get them, I'm so excited. My wife is like, how did you do that? Oh, and I feel really accomplished even though it's it's not that cool in the scheme of things. It's oh, very
0: smart though. Gosh, oh, okay. that's amazing. And then
3: there's a blog that I read at the end. This guy, he's an English professor at SUNY Binghamton named Rex Parker. And he writes a blog every day about the crossword. And so I can see whether I got it right or wrong before next day's paper comes out. And then he has commentary. He usually hates the New York Times crossword puzzle. Um, it's gone downhill a lot, apparently, according to him. Wow. I mean, wow. it's like a whole like subsect of the culture right. you yeah. don't even think about, you know? The caliber yeah.
0: of the New York Times <laughs> crossword puzzle gone I know.
3: I'm now realizing this conversation, I sound like such a, like such a jerk. No,
0: no, no not at all. It's just so <laughs> esoteric. <Chris is> learning <laughs> me at night,
2: like, I'm learning something new. <laughs>
0: so
3: embarrassed
0: to be associated with me. Wow. Uh, I love it. All right, Vin, what do
1: you got? I don't know. I feel like a lot of my hobbies are on the beaten path. Like, you yeah. know, I'm the movie fan, the video game fan. Everybody who listens to the show probably knows about that by now. Um, I'm on kind of a break from Taekwondo, but I'm really into martial arts. Mm. Um, I took a break because we moved and, you know, I, I didn't get like signed up with a new place after we moved. But yeah, I kept getting injured. It was crazy. I, uh, I broke a few toes. Um, which never happened in my life up until starting that, you know, and um, sprained a couple ankles, uh, hit myself in the mouth with a nunchuck so hard that I like knocked <laughs> myself out clean. I'm wow, and, it's um, not unconscious, funny. But... No, well, okay, like kinda. So like I hit myself, and we're not talking about like the foam test ones. Yeah. Like I hit myself like you were gonna defend yourself against an intruder <laughs> with a real you know set, and. um just went straight to the floor, like you know, it wasn't even We're didn't even think homes. about it. it. wasn't like yeah, it was um, yeah. it was in my house. I was home alone, which is even worse. Yeah, because like you know, if at least if somebody was there with me, they could have like called nine one one, which, have, which absolutely alert. should have happened. You know, I'm thinking but, um, of like
0: a Marx Brothers movies. Yeah, it was it was pretty much <laughs> like
1: slapstick. So there was a period there where I'm just on the floor, not even thinking about anything, and then I start to kind of like come, come to, to yeah. in a way where. I started worrying about my teeth because I hit myself directly in the mouth. And I'm thinking, there's no good reason for any of them to be there right now. <laughs> oh so. I ran my tongue like I was actually really scared to do it. Like I I picked myself up yeah, you- and I finally had the the guts to run <laughs> my tongue across my teeth just to check if they were there and they they were. And that's kind of a wake no up call. No chip. Cult. No No chips. nothing. What? Like nothing. Uh, well, okay, so I had a gigantic bruise on my face for a while. It was it it looked really like ugly too, like the purple, the green, all that. But um yeah, it- it's I've been on a break. So, yeah. I was going to suggest
2: you to a martial arts school near yeah. us, but not anymore. I yeah, think. not I anymore, to, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
1: So now when I practice, it's with the foam ones that, you know, <laughs> you should, uh, so you should always be practicing with the foam ones. But, God. Yeah, it just doesn't look as cool when you're. <laughs> it's
0: totally traumatic. Oh yeah, my
1: sorry. God. So that's that's probably the only off the beaten path hobby that I really have. That's had. Amazing. Had. had no, I, had. I, I'm on a break. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not giving it up forever. You know, it's just it, you get lazy and you don't sign up with a new school when you move, and then you know two years later, you know, we, we talk about uh, New Year's resolutionists on this uh-huh. show a lot. Yeah. Somewhere around, like, December, I'm gonna be like, wow, I really need to lose weight, and that's when I'm gonna sign up
0: with it, which,
3: another school. Which discipline do you focus on?
1: Well, I w- it was taekwondo. I'm not at, like, the black belt level, where if you're, like, gonna ask me what my, my specific style was, but... Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, but yeah, it was taekwondo. Um, Paint the fence. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like Mr. I was really
1: good with the with the nunchaku and the uh, the sticks. But I, I maybe not so great with the Ninjaku. Now that I'm thinking about it, but I'd like to think I was. But yeah, how about you? What do you What do you do that So don't minus- know about?
0: Kind of weird, like it's kind of old ladyish, but I um, I quilt. Mm-hmm. Like I find it to be really soothing and zen. Mm-hmm. It's it appeals to both my need to be creative and my need for the math to work. Do you know what I mean? Like okay. the, the measurements all have to be perfect. But I'm really bad at like decorating. I don't know how to like go to a fabric store and pick fabrics that will match and go together. So um, I started doing quilts made out of like previously worn clothing. So I've got oh. t-shirt quilts and things like that. Yes. So. Uh, God, it's so re- it's so weird that it's been this long, but like nine years ago I started a very small like business where I do that on the side. It's like the side hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um What's, what's the people- name of the side hustle? It's a side hustle. Yeah. No, I
1: said what's the name of the side hustle? <laughs> oh, what's the name? Side hustle. Side hustle. in case you want to give yourself a free plug here. <laughs> well, I
0: wasn't going to, but okay. I yeah. guess I will. It's called Quilts by Kate. Okay. Yes. Mm. You can find me at quiltsbykate.com. It's
3: On Etsy too?
0: No, I don't do Etsy. Okay. Oh,
3: you should totally do that. Yeah. I, I tried and
0: it didn't Because that's work. where
1: everybody goes for the crafty stuff. I mm-hmm. you know,
0: it didn't work, but you know what? Pinterest. I had enough, mm. yes, I've got a huge, Pinterest. it's funny. Can you sell like, directly on Pinterest? No, I've never, no. no. I don't but you know what? I scroll through p- Pinterest on a daily basis and quilting stuff comes up and I will see my work that is posted on my website ah. that other people have pinned to Pinterest and I'm like, huh, oh, that's me. Nice. Wow. <laughs> yes. isn't that cool? That's so so how you know
3: you've arrived. Yeah, know. So people can send you t-shirts and say like, can you make a, yeah, cool. a quilt out of this? I, you may have a customer right
0: here. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you the friends and family rate. Awesome. I was just thinking maybe I'll do one with the, uh, the
1: baby's
3: right. clothes
1: one day. Yes. Out of I'm one actually
0: one working something. on a, a crazy quilt made out of baby clothes right now.
1: What's There's a crazy some, quilt?
0: A crazy quilt is a quilt where there is no rhyme or reason to how the, the squares fit together
1: whatever happened to the math, <laughs> you know? The
0: math has, okay, so each square is 12 inches by 12 okay. inches. So that means that the quilt is 60 by 60. Okay, so they don't all so have they, to line
1: up quarter to cor- corner to corner, is what you're saying? No,
0: they do, but within the square itself, they can be crazy. Okay. Yeah.
3: So I have t-shirts stacked in my room in my parents' house yeah. that I've been saving for- Everybody does. For who knows why, yeah. but I think once this whole quilting theme came out, that was like, the, that's yeah. what I need to use them for.
0: Okay. I, I'll tell you, I have at least two in my house and they're all my own t-shirts and one is on a quilt stand because it's really old and and kind of delicate at this point. And the other one lives on my couch and every night I sit down on my couch with a glass of wine and I pull the quilt over me and I turn the TV on and my my little cat monster jumps up on my lap and we have a lovely evening together. It is wonderful. That sounds awesome. Yes, it is. And the quilt is key. Yeah. It's key. (laughs) All right.
3: (laughs) I'm excited.
1: (laughs) So let's hear a little
2: bit about uh, Borden Pearlman. So, borden uh, Pullman, we do risk management and consulting for, as Jeremy was saying, middle-market businesses. Um, biggest section of ours is on the commercial side for businesses. Been in the local area for 100 years, but yeah, that's, that's our specialty. We have many specialists within that can basically meet any need of any business in the area. So actually, when I met you guys for
1: the first time, I assumed, given your names and your company name, that you guys started the company, but not so much the case, it's a family business, right? Yeah,
3: Yeah. absolutely. So uh, Chris and I, as he mentioned, so we're both part of the fourth generation of the the business. So my grandfather's uncle and Chris's great-grandfather started business together in Trenton in 1915. And so for the first 81 years, they sort of operated loosely as like a joint venture because in our industry, the more clients you have, the more negotiating power and leverage that you have in the insurance marketplace, the more business you can do, the more you can grow, right? The more types of clients you can serve. And so at the beginning, they were sharing a phone, they were sharing some other uh, office space. And then over time, as the business evolved, they were sharing more and more things and, and doing a lot more together. But in 96, my dad and Chris's dad they actually joined together to make one company. And has it's grown tremendously since then, probably at that time from 10 or so employees. Now we're over 80.
1: Wow. wow. Yeah.
0: That's great. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, Awful or Awesome? Cool. Okay, we're back. And it is time to play the game that is now regionally famous. Regionally. <laughs> 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 it is called Awful or Awesome. And I'm not even kidding. I have friends who will live text me as they're listening to the show yeah. with their answers to these questions. Mm. All right, so I'm gonna name three things and you have to decide quickly if they are awful or awesome and be prepared to defend your answers. Are we ready?
3: I'm born ready. And we, before you start, we do one at a time? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay.
0: One at a time, All right. yeah. All right, so the first one is gluten-free diets. Awful. <laughs> awesome.
3: <laughs> I have to say awesome because my wife is going to listen to this. All
0: right, well, I should clarify. If you do not have a medical condition yeah, celiac necessitating celiac. a gluten-free diet, it's just something that you like to do because you're, I don't know, wheat it's a fat, or something. Yeah. It's a yeah. Yeah, fat diets, I guess.
3: Oh, so you're just saying if it's... Yeah, not, not medically right, so, necessary. Right, yeah, exactly.
1: Medically necessary.
3: If you have celiac disease, yeah. that's Obviously not a diet. That's how
1: you need to that's eat. That's exactly yeah, right. that's, yeah, so, that's yeah. true. Okay. Um, it's for everybody else who heard maybe Gwyneth Paltrow say <laughs> yes. like, "Gluten is terrible for you," and you know you're you're gonna yes. grow like a third
3: bicep
0: I somewhere have a gluten if you allergy.
3: give it up. Well, there's <laughs> the book Wheat Belly, and mm-hmm. I think that was what a lot of what gave rise to to the fad mm-hmm. right? about how. I think you're right. So I I think if it's not medically necessary, it's uh it's sort of awful because some of the most like amazing foods and things that I love actually are have gluten in them.
0: Of course, because mm-hmm. gluten is delicious. It's like in but, everything. Right? Yeah, and I, <laughs> I mean,
3: but, I, but I do think, from a health standpoint, there probably is some some truth to it. Probably, you know. But
0: I mean, you could say that about bread in general. It's a carb. It just turns right to yeah. sugar. And I mean, it, is that really because it's gluten or is it because it's carb?
1: And do you need to go? I mean, if you're going to avoid carbs, fine. You're going to avoid carbs. Right. But do you need to go out of your way to buy the
2: gluten-free version of right. that? To, you know? if right. you're avoiding carbs? that's fine, and you're doing it for a health reason, great, but then you should avoid everything else. That's in exactly your, right. In your, everything else in your diet that is also bad for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, the gluten-free bread is still carbs. I think there's right. like just it's a lot
1: still... of misinformation around yeah. it. Like, yeah. I remember, Do you ever see the movie This is the End?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So
1: yeah, Seth Rogen is having a conversation where he's telling Jay Baruchel like why he's on this gluten-free diet. He's like, yeah, gluten is just a, an umbrella term for anything that's bad, like calories, that's gluten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, that's not true at all.
1: But <laughs> you know? I think that's where we are in society now, where we yes. just don't know what it is. Yes. But you've heard that it's terrible for you, so you pay the extra $5 for the gluten-free version oh of whatever God. it is. Yeah, I
3: really And that's awful. So fake, my, news. My, my, yeah. fake news. Fake yeah. yeah. news, exactly. <laughs> my wife is celiac and has been since yes. she was a little so kid. Legit. So yeah, totally, legit. Totally. Because yeah. she gets very, very sick yes. when she eats it. So, so that's part of our life. Um, but when she was pursuing a career in musical theater she was also a, a server at a restaurant in new york city and she had all of these customers that would come in and give her such a hard time about <sighs> making sure things were gluten-free and is this touch this does this touch that and then it comes to dessert time and they're like and i'll have the apple pie that's right and then she'll say well but you're ha- that has gluten you're gluten and they're intolerant. Like, they're like yeah but it's it's fine i'll it's fine i'll have it anyway <sighs> and having her put her through the ringer to mm-hmm. make sure that the appetizer and the entree was gluten-free but dessert
2: All bets are off. High maintenance. Give me the gluten. That's hard. I'm behind you on that, Daniel.
3: Yes,
0: (laughs) absolutely. Oh my God. All right. Next, the phrase "It is what it is."
1: I mean, I, I don't know if you can call that awful or awesome. It's, it is what it is. It
0: is what it is. <laughs> well, it's funny. It replaced, I, I've only been saying it like 20 years. It hasn't mm-hmm. been around my entire life, but I feel like it replaced, what did you say the other day, whatever? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like we. But, okay, say, like, so
1: whatever. like if it's being said negatively, it's replacing whatever. Like, you know, it is what it is, whatever. But it can be done positively too. Like you can look at it as like, hey, there's certain things in this world I just can't
2: change. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. It is I got to move on
1: with my life and do me. You know, and you can look at it positively
3: like Hmm.
0: Mm.
2: Jeremy, are you done ticking? Over there? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. I'll t- I'm going to take the awful position on this okay. one. Yeah. So explain. Well, i do see what you're saying there are some things we can't change right and so there's that famous quote like accept the things you cannot change yes. Exactly, it's a, it's a lowbrow version of that right, right. But, but, I feel, but i feel like it's it's almost become an excuse to because i think there are so many things that we can control mm. right and with like the right attention or the right strategy or the right effort applied to certain things like it doesn't have to be what it is maybe the way that you look at it can change so that the way that you like perceive it and have emotions about it can change, mm-hmm. or the actual situation that you're in, you could take action and then the is would be different.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, so. I guess you could say there's probably nothing in your life that you have no measure of control over. Like even if you don't like the, the various political appointees, you know, like there are elected officials at any level of government, like I guess you could... Protests. You could, you know, get out there, get the word out, you know, educate people. There was a
0: a philosopher once, Epictetus, who said that um, the only thing you have control over is how you react to any given situation. Mm. So that is a true thing. Like, you can choose to have a temper tantrum or you can choose to be an adult and get on with your day and just handle it. Um, God, this is such a a cliche, but I was was on Facebook the other day. And um, there was a meme that was like a five by five. It was five by five. And it said... If it's not gonna be relevant to your life in five years, do not waste five minutes stressing about it or crying about it or whining about it or you know, doing whatever. Just realize, what it, do what you have to do and move on with your day. Like it's not worth it.
2: So I took Teng Su Do, which is a martial arts, mm. for a few years. And uh, I'll never forget my instructor's favorite line was, you know, where were you at last night's class? And no matter what your answer was, his response was always, you make it away, not an excuse. And so, stemming off of Jeremy, I do, I I feel the same way. You can always. No, sometimes those are legitimate. When
1: I broke the toes and I skipped class, he still got down my throat about not coming, but you know. (laughs) You
2: make a way, not an excuse. You can get into class and work on different areas that wouldn't involve your toes. I don't know about that. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't you, but. (laughs)
3: You brought up Epictetus. That's Stoic philosophy. Yes, it is. Do you, like, study Stoic philosophy? I'm just very. No,
0: I mean I was a history major, and so that okay. included philosophy classes. And I've always been interested in you know the liberal arts and educating myself. And and at this point in my my life, I am a big reader, and so I still have that book, that Epictetus. Um, I can never remember the name of it, but, okay. um, and it's not a very big book. Like it, it, you can get through it pretty quickly, and it's very easy to to get through. Like it's not, you know, I remember being a freshman in college and trying to read The Allegory of the Cave. And I was Whoa. just like, You gotta be kidding me. You I cannot get through this. I'm not smart enough yet. I can't do it. Yeah. Um but Epictetus was really uh digestible.
3: So I have a, a book next to my or on my night table and it's um it's stoic philosophy, but it's one little like a paragraph or a couple sentences for every day of the year. Wow. And then with about a paragraph or two of interpretation about that. And a lot of it's Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius. And so right before going to bed, in addition to the crossword puzzle, I also (laughs) spend a couple minutes reading just the one from that day, and I try to do it every day. And it was it was a book that was given to me as a gift, and it, Stoic philosophy isn't something I ever knew about before. Mm-hmm. But but I do it every day, and it does give you that perspective.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like, got to help you out with the crosswords too. I
3: mean, <laughs> gets me in the right frame of mind. I uh, yeah, yeah can't imagine
1: how many times I've seen Epi- Descartes as the answer to one of these things, or yeah. Plato, or Socrates, or Aristotle, you know? Epictetus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh that one's got to be a stumper. I don't uh, know. Oh <laughs> it'll be a my. Thursday.
0: <laughs> all right, last one. Uh, wait, did we all do yeah. it? Is yeah okay? Last one, uh, game show. I guess it
1: depends on which one it is like I, I don't really watch a lot of game shows I love Family Feud like wow, I, really? I feel like yeah In its I, current version well I, or I think the old any version? of them okay. yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's still the same format going now, all the way right? right back I mean you could say you, you like one host more than another but right. the show itself really hasn't changed much mm-hmm. so I don't know. I'm I'm really good at it. Like I I wish everyone in my family was really good at it so I could go uh, apply. You know, actually, true story, one of our co shout out to Arisa Castro. Her family auditioned for uh family no way. I don't know. I don't think they got on, but yeah, they they went to the audition and everything. So. That is so cool. cool. Yeah. Recently? Uh no, it was like 5 or 6 years ago. Oh my but, god, that's yeah. really cool. But yeah, I, I'm amazing at that. I love uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I haven't really watched it in the last like few years or so. It's still going. It's still on? Yeah, it's not like any of the original, like Regis doesn't do it, and I think Meredith replaced him, and she doesn't do it anymore either, but yeah. Good lord. Uh,
0: Alright, so you'd have to say awesome. I guess awesome. I don't know. I'm just
1: really good at you thinking like... of like, like when it comes to Family Feud, it's like the kinds of things people would say not necessarily an objective answer Mm -hmm. to a question, but like, I'm very good at being like, all right, I bet you more people than not said car, you know, like whatever, so. It's
3: a different skill than just answering an objective
0: trivia question. Yeah, exactly. It's more like you need to know human nature.
1: Used to drive me crazy because I I have the Family Feud video game that you play on the internet. Wow. And um, (laughs) I have like a very low win record because like uh, when you win, you then go into Fast Money and the other player has like nothing to do at that point, so they have to there and watch you play for like two minutes so they would always just abandon the game and then it wouldn't count as a win for them. that's horrible plus you know i'd be so disappointed because you get all the way there you want to play fast money and you know you're out so
2: bummer um, I'm gonna say awesomely awful. Awesome. Ooh,
0: that's the first time that's ever happened. Oh. But I, I concur that it is possible for something to be so awful that it is awesome.
2: Yes, yes, and as long as there's learning and education, you know, you might learn something that you never knew before, so.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Huh. Awesomely awful. So,
0: any favorites that you uh, like to uh, Who Wants
2: to Be a Millionaire was always a good one, yeah. and I too partake, or used to partake in playing the game Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, other than that, though, you know, Jeopardy, just so I can listen to other people that are way smarter than me. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny is that you follow along on TV and you're so good, and then you go to take the actual quiz to get on Jeopardy, and it is unreal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember we got a question, and it was like, um what was the the second word in the title of the autobiography from the 1976 Olympic figure skating, you know, second chair, you know, whatever it was? What? It was like, you had to know like so many levels on that, and it's like 10 <laughs> seconds. Can oh my stop? God. Yeah, it, it goes crazy, but. That's nuts. But then you follow along on TV, and
2: you, you know like half the answers. So. Now, Vin, you said awesome, right? Um sure. Yeah, yeah I mean I'm, for the I'm ones that I so, like, cuz yeah. you said awful. You've been yeah. talking about it. Like, no. Yeah, oh, yeah for the ones the that I like. I love them, the you game,
1: know. So. I have been really I was really good at Wheel of Fortune. I mean, I'm probably still good, but I don't really watch the show anymore. Yeah. How I'm modest
0: it. you are. I'm yeah. probably still good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably still good. No. <laughs>
1: Hangman was always like an awesome game for me. Like I always loved Hangman and like yeah, yeah. Is Hangman is
0: really a game show. No, well, that's what it is, right? When the teacher's at the front of the room it is. No, but I mean like Wheel of Fortune is Hangman. You're just putting like the wheel in the middle of it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Jeremy, what do you think?
3: I also say it depends, which Mm. maybe isn't a fair answer, but it it depends which one. Because I think, like, there are ones on the Game Show Network that I don't really think add a lot of value to the person watching it, but I am a huge Jeopardy fan. And um, I try to watch every night or record it at least. And and so then it takes about 15 to 20 minutes to get through Mm -hmm. the whole thing. Um, But you're right. I mean,. Sitting on the couch, you seem like you're an all-star. Yeah, exactly. But one of my friends— Bring on Ken Jennings, right? Exactly. Seriously. Or, but one of my friends who actually went on the show had a really difficult time because there's so— Right, you're sitting at home and you're fine calling out answers that yeah. may be wrong because there's mm-hmm. no negative consequences. But when you're standing there, it's like— <gasps> All the pressure. I'm 60% sure, so do I ring in? And the thing that most people when you're sitting at home don't realize is— most of the time, all three of the people ring in and know the answer. So it's more about who's faster yeah. than who knows the answer. It's very unusual that it's like one person ringing in and the other two are like, mm, I don't know. Uh-huh. Mm. So that's a huge difference because at home, it doesn't, the timing doesn't matter as totally. long as you answer before the other person yeah. says it. Mm.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I guess I don't, I, I've never really been a big fan of like The Price is Right or...
0: Yeah, traditional game yeah. shows.
1: There's one that comes on after it, was it Let's Make a Deal, Wayne Brady's like the host. And the whole idea is like everybody comes out in some like weird costume and right. like, yeah, she's not a fan, I don't know.
0: I hear ya. Yeah. So I guess I would, I'm on the fence as well, but I have to ultimately say awesome. I don't love the traditional old school like uh, Love Connection or the Price is Right <laughs> or, I mean, I enjoy Jeopardy when it's on, like that's not something I turn off. Um, but I remember my grandmother loved Wheel of Fortune yeah. and I used to like go over to her house after school and I would wait for my mom to pick me up and I would just be like, I think even as like a fifth or sixth grader, just like shoot me in the head. I cannot watch this stupid show any longer. Wow. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. It was horrible. But I will say that as we has, as we have progressed as a society, and maybe I'm this is too strong, but um, there have been a couple of game shows that I have totally loved. Like um, Hell's Kitchen was awesome. I loved that. And I guess is that a game show or is oh, that? Oh, a- I guess I never
1: I hadn't thought about like the cooking show yeah. ones, but I mean, I love that. Is that In a previous episode I said I hate it all. It's like of a reality episode. game show. It is.
0: Yeah. Or like, do you remember Ashton Kutcher's Beauty and the Geek?
3: No. You no. Know. By name, really? but not by not by content. Oh my god, yeah.
0: it was awesome. They had like six brainy guys who were kinda geeky and six really beautiful women who were not maybe that smart. And they were paired up and they had to like compete to see who could grow the most at the end. So like the girls would give the guys makeovers and they would see how how long they could maintain the look and the guys would literally teach the girls science and math, <laughs> and books! It was really cool!
2: This sounds like a very interesting piece. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like it a was.
1: difficult one to come up with an objective winner for, you know? like At least in Jeopardy! No, know, okay. Ring it, we, oh, okay, so yeah,
0: the girls had to actually do science experiments, alone with wow. no help. So they would get like a two-liter bottle, like a soda bottle, right? Um, and then all the ingredients and necessary paraphernalia to make like a rocket. Oh. And so whoever did it the first they they won that challenge and so that's just an example they had like a whole episode or a whole series of it was awesome i loved i loved that show i was like a very faithful watcher three maybe four seasons of it and then it went away and i was like what happened mm-hmm. i was so bummed yeah
1: it's been a while since a uh, putting the food network stuff aside it's been a while since like one has gotten really popular like i feel like the last time we had like a big one was maybe i don't know remember deal or not deal or no deal yeah deal or no deal right like the one with um Howie Mandel, I want to say, is there? Oh. The yeah, the suitcase. Yeah. yeah. And you, you get the money, and then the
0: banker. You know, ha
1: ha ha. Do you remember that version? Closet. Do
0: you remember the version of it from Dirty Rock where the girls were holding? um briefcases full of gold bricks or no just one of them was and like you had to guess who it was and everybody looked fine except for the one woman like she was like falling over the briefcase was so heavy and so the person the contestant kept choosing the right woman and walking away with gold bricks
1: it's been on my netflix queue forever <laughs> i keep meaning to watch it. 30 rock, 30 rock yeah. you've never seen 30 rock? i mean i watched like the first episode and i meant to keep going what do you I, think I was fine. I mean, and just, I, fine? Just, yeah, just fine. Just fine. Well, like I guess no what episode first it's episode, episode
0: to, ever yeah. really you know blows what? You It was away. like the first season of Parks and Rec.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like um, Parks and Rec is a different story. Yeah, Parks and Rec is more like an outdoor office.
0: Parks yes. and Rec yes. had me fans. at
1: the moment where Chris Pratt was um, naked in the on the crutches, <laughs> like chasing after Anne in the street. You know. <laughs> With the uh, yeah, like the, the pool right behind them, like they had me. I was like, I don't care if this show goes on for thirty years. I'm I'm here. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so, I love that uh, show. They probably anyway. knew that shooting that scene. I think yeah, they exactly. Did. Oh, okay. I hope, I hope they did. did. This yeah. is the money shot right uh-huh. here. Person no problem. It. <laughs> it's,
1: it's
3: done. That's <laughs> like the opposite of the you know the, the term jumping the shark. Right. Like, <laughs> right. This is the opposite. Whatever. Exactly. The, Whatever the inverse of jumping the shark yeah. is. Yeah. Never heard jumping the shark. Jumping the
0: shark. Never is heard like jumping the shark
3: gets really no. lame.
1: It's from yeah.
0: happy days when Hanzi yeah. literally was on water skis and he jumped a shark.
1: Oh, and, and that's the idea when I was right.
0: like, all right, is this
1: where we're bringing the right. show now? Like <laughs> this is what we need to do for entertainment. So, so from there on out every show that
3: gets bad has a moment
1: where it was like, all right, that was the turning point. Yeah. That's when for it jumped the, Jump shark. the shark. Yeah.
3: yeah. Growing up my my parents are very quick to like be done with the show because of something like that. Yeah. Really? So I would say they're like premature shark jumpers. Okay. You know, they'll say like, it jumped the shark, we're yeah, done, we're out. you know, I'm like, mom, give it one more try. Give you know? it
1: beyond the, the theme song of That's the second it. episode, come <laughs> on. <laughs>
3: yeah, but I guess growing up in the happy days era, like that was very sensitive yeah. for them. Totally. You know? That was, it scarred them deeply. <laughs> Apparently. Jumping
1: the shark. Jumping the shark. All right, so I know you guys have uh, very different backgrounds. Uh, tell me about your individual roles at the company.
2: Uh, this is Chris. For me, individual role is, uh, the railroad, which has me traveling all over the Midwest and East Coast, uh, to different conferences, conventions, railroads, you know, working on the railroads. All like the, the live long day. Yeah. I'm so glad you said out. it. It
0: always comes out. I just whenever I say it. <laughs> I'm Sorry, not resist
2: not Sorry, I'm say. But then, uh, the restaurant hospitality side on what they call the traditional side of commercial insurance, because, you know, I came from 15 years in customer service, a little bit of construction mix, mixed in and some other backgrounds, but mostly restaurant industry, and three years ago just decided to hop on, so restaurant hospitality is is my traditional side. And then for me, I mean, we're we're doing similar types of work, so what we
3: focus on a lot is working with middle market businesses that don't have their own internal risk management department. So like a Fortune 500 company, like a Walmart, they probably have a risk management department of 100 people or, or more, and a chief risk officer. But a company of 200 people or 50 people doesn't have anyone or a team of people internally that every day think about how risk impacts the company. right? So how to lower risk, whether it's operational risk or financial risk, and so that's really what I focus on. So working with clients, and, and we have a team in our office that does this as well, that try to help them operate their business better through the lens of risk management.
1: Nice. So, anything coming up that the uh, company you guys want to promote while we got you here on the air, you know, captive audience?
3: Well, one thing that Chris and I are doing, this is sort of outside the, the scope of the direct, uh, outside of Borden-Pearlman, but we, within the last year... I'll allow it. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Just this one, yeah. It's my one plug, our one plug chance. Um, So we started, it's called the Next Gen Giving Circle, Mm -hmm. and it's it's in partnership with the Princeton Area Community Foundation, and basically it's trying to develop the next generation of philanthropic leaders in this community. So it's a group of about 20 of us right now, we donate money of our own into a, a pool, so to speak, and then democratically we choose which nonprofit organizations in the local community we're going to give that money to on an annual basis. So this year we hope to give out about twenty thousand dollars in our first year, and we're we're looking for for new members and to continue growing the impact of it. Very cool. So let's
1: just say somebody wants to get involved in that, or you know, seek you guys out for your actual services. How do
0: they get a hold of you?
2: Uh, they can call us at Borden Perlman or. Uh, I don't know, or are we looking for like a direct
0: call? Yeah, what's your phone number?
2: My phone number is- 6-
1: Usually when somebody says, how can they get a hold of you? We assume you have
2: a phone number, you know? My phone number is 609-482-2206. I like long walks on the beach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Peanut um, Yeah,
3: or
2: we, uh, on our website, which is
3: www.bordenpearlman.com, um, there's a, a page that has all of our names on it, and if you click on our picture, you can see our direct dial and our email address, so you could certainly get a hold of us that way. That's awesome. Or Chris and I are both on LinkedIn, so you can find us that way. We're, we're both about 30 years old, so we're pretty responsive when it comes to like email and social media. <laughs>
0: Sweet. What are you insinuating about people my generation?
3: Well, I thought we're the
1: same generation. <laughs> we're the
0: same generation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kate doesn't really age. She's uh, just, yeah, uh,
0: oh, wait. not thirty. She, I wish I were thirty.
2: She she weaves.
1: <laughs> I wish yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You do quilting. The yeah, you do quilts. side <laughs>
1: do cross. That's, right.
0: yeah. That's right. That's right. Alright, so I
1: guess that's our show, right?
0: I think it is, yeah. yeah.
1: So please subscribe. If you like our show, tell everybody you know, tell your colleagues, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your cousins, tell everybody you know to listen to this show. Facebook it. Facebook it, <laughs> Snapchat, oh, snap I don't care, everything. The Instagram. Yeah. Um so please subscribe. You know, you can subscribe on iTunes, any you know, area where you can get a podcast we're very likely there. Um, if you want to check us out on YouTube, because you don't really like doing all that podcast stuff, you can go to youtube.com slash NJBIA. We have a playlist right there with all of our episodes going all the way back to the beginning. So you can subscribe there too. And bonus there, you subscribe on YouTube, you get all of NJBIA's other great content. So yeah.
0: It's amazing. One question. Yes. Sure. So
3: I, um, yesterday, I- before the taping i was doing some some prep work and i tried to find the njbia podcast on my my like itunes podcast app mm-hmm. what do you type in cuz i typed in like njbi and yeah. it didn't come up
0: the name of the show was other people's business although if you
3: typed so, in njbia i did and oh, only njbiz up. Biz came up
0: huh. on the apple podcast app yeah that's weird. Uh.
3: We can we can take this offline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm gonna leave it. No, you think we it, should leave it? If you leave, if you type NJBIA, it should come up. I I tested it this morning because I'm always checking to see when you guys leave us five star reviews on iTunes. So please do it. Um, it should come up. Other people's business. You could type too. That should
2: that yeah. should work. Does that, that mean we have to put five stars too?
0: I mean, <laughs> I'd appreciate it. You don't have. to. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't have to. But if you're a really nice person. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to subscribers and listeners. We really appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers' comps. Check them out. Awesome. And finally, thanks to Chris Borden and Jeremy Perlman from Borden Perlman for joining us yeah, today. thank
1: you guys very much. Thank we appreciate you for it. Us. Did you
0: have fun?
3: We
1: did. I told yeah, you it'd be nice. fun, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. We I, had a great time. I don't lie. Or I did, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell Chris did too. Good. I did. That's yeah. how we roll up here
2: in engineering. A man of few words,
0: right
3: on. <laughs> <laughs> but we really appreciate you having us. This is yeah. a lot of fun. You guys do a great job, Thanks. and oh, we'll you. certainly promote the show in general
2: and, and this episode in particular. Of right course.
0: on. That's awesome. Thank you.
2: Oh, we we need a picture. Arlie wanted a picture. Do you <laughs> think? Well,
0: we can do that after the show. <laughs> Maybe we, should we should now, bye
1: everybody.
2: First.
0: <laughs> bye.